אך אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שברנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנה אחר קדוש מה שבארץ הם בא. ובבחן רבנו הקדוש תדיק יסודו רם נחל ומלכו חוכמה רבנו נחל מפגיד הנחל ונחמן מאומן. זכרו אותם תגננו לכל ישראל אמן. So we start with עוד ה' This is going to be the second half of תורה ה' So we start at section 5 of ותדה And this is going to be the last podcast for this Torah So let's do it, let's hop into it ותדה no שצריך לשתף הגבורות בחסדים. That one needs to combine the גבורות into the חסדים. One needs to include the גבורה, the severity within the חסדים. סמאלה בימינה, which means to incorporate the left side within the right side. כמו שכתוב, בגבורות ישע ימינו. As it says, בגבורות, with your severities, ישע ימינו. You save using your right hand. With the saving גבורות of his right hand. כי עיקר התגלות על ידי החסדים. So we see there in the פסוק, that the גבורה exists within the ישע ימינו. Yesha Yemino meaning the saving right hand that the Gvura exists within the right. So the left within the right. Because the essence of revelation, manifestation comes through Chasadim, through Chesed. It says, sit to my right. And the ending of the phrase there is like, while I make uh, your enemies your footstool. The enemies is the left side, obviously, and it says, sit to my right. This idea of the Chesed. So we see that the, the enemies, which is the left side, is incorporated within the limini, shev limini, sit to my right, which is the chasadim. And so too you need to combine ahava with yira, love with fear, in order so that you should convert it into thunder, in order that thunder should be like manifested. And this is, misitcha dimina mochachivra kechaspaz. It says in tikkun ayin, the 70th tikkun of tikkun ezoach. It says on the right side, From the right side, there's a white mind, like silver. So what does this mean? So we, we see there that this idea, the right side is the white mind like silver. This is the aspect of Ahava. Um, uh, this is the aspect of love, as we can obviously tell there. But we're going to see how Rabbanu ties this together. Um The, the sea returned. Hanu What is the sea? The sea of wisdom. Lifnot boker. What is at the, the turn of morning? Da boker da Abraham. This is the morning of Abraham Avinu. Bechinat Abraham Avi. As it says, Abraham, my beloved. This is Hashem who said this about Abraham. Leitano. What is it? It says in the in the verse. Vayashova hayam lifnot boker. The sea returned at the turn of like dawn in the morning. Leitano back to its strength. What is leitano dagvorot? This is vura. This is severities. It says, the voice of your thunder was in the spheres. The sound of your thunder was in the, in the spheres. And what did we say? We said it was in the spheres of the mind. So let's see how Rabbeinu ties this together. This is what it says. The vast waters weren't able to extinguish the love. Because the essence of which is overcoming, which is like strengthening, um, overpowering, is through Ahava. As we were talking about earlier, that the Gvura comes through the saving right hand, which is Ahava, which is the right side. So we see here all this idea of how you combine the right within the left. The idea of that the sea returned is we know the sea of wisdom. Which is this mocha chivra kichaspa, which is the mind white like silver. What's in the morning? The morning is Avraham Avinu, 
Misitra Dimina, which is the right side. We said this is the Boker of Avraham Avinu, Avraham Uschesed, Avraham Avi, Avraham my beloved. We talked about Etanot, its strength is Gvura. So it's this combination of Gvura and Yira, my bad, Gvura and Ahava, Yira, Gvura and Chesed, Yira and Ahava, two opposites coming together. Rabbanu says this is an important idea, this is an essential aspect in order to, how to create this thunder, to, to, tra- to transform this voice into thunder. So let's see how Rabbanu ties this together. So he says the essence of Hidgabrut comes through Ahava, it says sit to my right, etc. This is an explanation, El Hakavod, the God of glory, El Da Chesed. When it says Kel, this is a reference to Chesed. Kavod Da Chokmah. What's Kavod? It's a reference to Chokhmah. So we see here this combination of Chokhmah and Chesed. Honor, the wise men inherit. The wise men inherit honor. And it says, Kel HaKavod Hirim. Hirim is the aspect of thunder. This is the aspect. God, the God of honor, thunders. Hirim. This is the aspect of thunder. This is the aspect of gvura. Because what did we say earlier? That you have to combine the gvurot, which are the aspect of thunder as we know, within the aspect of ahava. So this is why it says ker, because ker is chesed, kavod is chokma, as we said, kavod chachamim inchalu. And then what's hirim? It's the aspect of gvura. So we see this combination of all three of these things here. Um, so what do you need to do? You need to take the Gvurot, which are the thunder, and combine it with Ahava, in order so that uh, so that it should strike into Kavod, which we said is the aspect of Chokmah. Kavod is, belongs to the Chachamim. Kavod belongs to Chokmah. So we see here that whenever you combine Gvura with Ahava, then the voice is able to strike into the mind, which then creates this thunder. So that you should create from it thunder, and then this thunder will then overcome all your enemies. Um, I think that's the ending of the, the phrase, and to make your enemies uh, your footstool. So we see here this idea of combining Ahava Yira is the the aspect that allows the voice to be transformed into thunder. This is the story of Rabbi Babachana. One time we were traveling on a ship. From ship to sail, for the ship, my bad, for the ship to sail, from one fin to the next, from one fin uh, of this fish to the next fin, it took three days and three nights. When the ship was sailing, it took three days for it to reach one fin to the next fin of this one massive fish. Even though it was swimming upwind, and we were swimming downwind. Sorry. Um, and if you wonder and that the ship wasn't sailing so quickly, meaning if you think that the ship wasn't sailing so quickly for it to take three days to swim from one fin to the next, when Ravdim came, he said, the time I took to heat a kettle of water, the ship sailed 60 parse. We're going to see what um, parse is like, uh, 
Parsha is even more than a mile, I believe. It's a very, very big measurement. And when we shot an, uh, when the rider shot an arrow, the ship proceeded. It meaning the ship was going faster than the traveling than the speed the arrow was traveling at. This sea, this fish was called the the gilden of the sea. This is the name of the fish. The itde that it has two fins. So let's see what Rashbam says about this. He's gonna try to he's gonna explain a little bit, but um, we're not gonna get a clear explanation of this until Rabenu comes and explains what this really is referring to. You see this very ambiguous and very strange story. See how the Rashbam ties it together. Shitza when it says fin, snapiel. This is a fin. When shitza the shitza. These are the fins on the back of the fish. One to the side of the head and one to the side of the, um, the tail. These are the two fish, the fins that it's referring to when the ship travels from one fin to the next. It's the one fin from the top of the head to the, to the tail. It took three days for it to reach from the head of the fish to the tail of the fish. Um, we were going up, it was, the fish was swimming upwind, that it was going against the wind. Meaning the fish was taking was going all the way against the wind and the ship was sailing with the wind. We were going downwind. In the way that the wind was going. That the sea of that the water of the sea doesn't flow except by means of where the wind takes it, basically. The time it took to heat a kettle of water. The time, the measurement that it would take to heat up a kettle of hot water. Um, whenever an arrow came and shot, like um, when a rider came and shot an arrow, um, when we saw this, uh, if any single person would shoot an arrow or a bow. Um, like on the banks of the sea uh, to the land we'd see that the fish that the, uh, the, the ship would proceed basically the arrow wasn't as fast as the, the way this fish was traveling it. it was traveling at this speed so we see how fast this ship was traveling so for any person who has a question that thinks that this uh, um, uh, ship wasn't traveling very fast obviously they're wrong because it was traveling at an abnormally fast pace we know this already, that according to the teaching of Rabenu, that Sfinta, both, is a reference to Chashivut importance. And what is importance? This is the aspect of Gvura and Yira. Fear and severity. As it says, the fear of Hashem is his treasure house. This is his main importance. Because if it's a treasure house, then it's an important thing to Hashem. So we see that Yira is Hashem's importance it's Hashem's um, what Hashem considers the most chashuv so both is a reference to Yir'ah Shitza Lashon Tzara what's Shitza fin? it's a language and expression of Tzara trouble and I will finish them off in an instant this is Hashem Yitbar telling Moshe Rabbeinu what he will do to Am Yisrael um, for the fact that they did all the, they committed the sin the Eger Zahav and all this stuff I will finish them off in an instant or I, I don't know whether it's a reference to Gnazahav or something else. Could be with the Megagrim, I don't know. And the, the what do you call it? Targum Unkelus translates this phrase, I will finish them off in an instant, as I will destroy them. 
I will destroy him. What's shitze? Ba'ashitze. It comes from the word shitza, which means destruction. So we see here that shitza is a language of tzara because we see ba'ashitze is this language of destruction. Kelatna yom aveleluta. Three days and nights. Daber kelat mitvot. This is the aspect of mitvot. Sheish b'hem muskalot umkubalot vechukot. There's three types of mitzvot. There's the statutes, there's the chukot, the ones that we don't understand. Mekubalot is the tradition-based ones. And muskalot is the rational one, the, the rational ones. These are the three aspects of the mitzvot. As it's brought down in Rabbeinu Bechaye and Avot. Uchtiv Bahem, and it says, in, um, it says about these mitzvot, V'hagit abo yom amalala, you shall engage with them, you shall meditate um, in them day and night. So three days and nights for each mitzvah, um, you have this for every single aspect of this mitzvah. You have three chokot, muskalot, kubalot, and then you have day and night. So you have three days and night from the idea that you have to engage within the mitzvot days and night. Day and night. We were traveling um, downwind and the fish was traveling upwind. This is the aspect of Hashem um, is happy with his works. This is the, and it's also the aspect of Israel is happy in its maker, in Hashem. The idea of we were traveling downwind and the fish was traveling upwind, it's the same idea. It's like this, um, this relationship we have with, because Hashem is happy with us, uh, because we are happy with Hashem, Hashem is happy with us, this, um, this direct uh, connection. Like we talked about when a person does a mitzvot with tremendous simcha, that um, he with, goes within the simcha of Hashem and Hashem is extremely happy with him, so on and so forth. So we see here the upwind and downwind is the same relationship between Hashem and us. The time it took to heat a kettle of water, this is the mind. Drops from Lebanon. So we see here this aspect of the mind come into play. That um, it's from the time it took to heat a kettle of water, it traveled 60 parse. This is the aspect of Gvura. Shishim Giborim. 60 strong men we talked about, right? This is, because 60 strong men, Giborim, is Gvura, we know. And what is Shitin Parse? 60 Parsaot. This is the aspect of Gvura. Because this aspect, the number 60 represents Gvura. The Ram Gvurata, his thunderous strength. Whenever this, air, uh, this rider shot an arrow, this is the aspect of Chesed. The writer is an aspect of chesed. How do we know this? That he takes from whatever is concealed and he brings it to light. He reveals. And we talked about earlier that the main aspect of revelation, we said in section 5, that the, aspect, the main aspect of revealing is through chasadim. So we see a writer who reveals, we're going to see how Kabenu explains he revealed. He brings to light that which was hidden. This is an aspect of chesed. The obscure matters, he, bring, he explains them. Mefaresh. What did it mean to explain? Parsha. Rider comes from the same word, Mefaresh, to explain. So one who explains is an aspect of a Parsha, rider. And what is an explanation? It means to reveal something that which, which is hidden, concealed to the minds of every single person. So we see here that a rider represents Chesed because he's a Mefaresh. He, he, mefaresh. He, he explains. And explaining is an aspect of Chesed. Gira, what's an arrow? Da, shlachit zecha This is the Pasuk. Your arrows, um, Send your arrows, shoot your arrows, and make them panic. This is sit and by right as I make your enemies your footstool, basically. Um, so we see here this aspect of this combination of making them panic. Um, um, let's see here. 
and the ship preceded the arrow. This is the aspect that fear. Um, this is the aspect of fear which precedes it. Because we, what do we say is the, the ship preceded the arrow? The arrow is this aspect that we're talking about chesed. This idea of shevli mini sit to my right. But what is f- the ship? The ship is fear. Fear precedes chesed. We're going to see how. Shayirah he condemned that fear precedes it. Kemoshe gatuv, as it says, Rashid chokma. The beginning part of Rashid chokma yirat Hashem. The beginning of wisdom is the yirah of Hashem. The beginning of everything comes with the yirah of Hashem. Shirava Barakana Siper, the Rabbi Barakana told, Shalach Korkach Mimidata Yira, he told the story that he went so much within the aspect, the trait of fear, meaning he's starting to investigate within the matter of fear. And he saw the great strength that is fear. That one through, is able to look uh, whether a decree has been brought down or not, just through the aspect of fear. Fear enables a person to understand whether the decree has been brought down into the world or not. This is the aspect of between each fin. What do we say the fins are? The aspect of um, uh, this is the aspect between each fin. Then he goes on to explain um, because what, the, what are we explaining? Between, from one fin to the next. This is the aspect of this, this decree because this decree is the aspect of tzara, uh, the trouble that's coming down on Am Yisrael that we're trying to figure out how we should nullify the decree whether we knew it came down or not. A person should pray. A person has to know how to pray depending on whether it came down to the world yet or if it hasn't been decreed yet. But this is ben shita le shita, between one fin to the next, between one tzara to the next, between one decree to the next. Which two fins are they? One fin is the aspect of the decree has already been brought down, and one fin is the aspect of the decree hasn't been yet decreed. Um, so this is ben shita le shita. This is a reference to knowing before the gzardin, whether it's uh, before the gzardin, before the decree has been brought, or after. And then Rabbi Barakana goes on to explain how a person is able to understand, whether it's before the Gzardin or after. This is through the mitzvot. This is the three days and three nights. So you see the stories going on in, uh, what do you call, in this order, explaining how a person knows, whether it's before the Gzardin, after the Gzardin, all this stuff. The, the story is in perfect order. That man was explaining it. Rabbi Bachana is telling the story in this manner specifically. Through the aspect of the three days and three nights, which are the, the mitzvot, one is able to understand what are the mitzvot when one accomplishes them, the simcha we were talking about. Because Hashem is happy within His works. And the simcha is enclosed within the mitzvot we talked about. And we are happy down below. So too, also Hashem is. As it said, Israel is happy in its maker. And our raton, our desire was not for any single uh, reward. Even the reward of the world to come. And this is, this is the aspect of, um, we were traveling um, downwind and the fish was traveling upwind. Meaning according to Hashem Simcha, this is the reflective, um, reflective of Hashem Simcha is our Simcha. Meaning they're one and the same idea. From our simcha, we can tell how happy Hashem is. And from Hashem's simcha, we can tell how happy we are also. And through this, we're able to understand. And then it goes on to explain, Rabbi Barakana explains this idea 
So we first start off with the idea of the um, the idea of gzardin. You have to know whether it's been decreed or not. And how do you know? Through the aspect of the mitzvot, the way a person accomplishes the mitzvot with simcha, whether he wants a reward for it or not, whether he's happy within the mitzvah or not, this so too he can tell from his simcha within the mitzvah how happy Hashem is. And with that, we know whether the decree has been brought down or not. Because if there's some problem, if the decree has been brought down within one of the aspects of Olam Shana Nefesh we were talking about, then we can know that Hashem's simcha isn't complete. And then we can tell from the performance of our mitzvot that our mitzvot aren't fully besimcha, uh, that we still want to reward for our mitzvot. That means that the decree has been brought down. We'd have to discuss that filah within a mamah. But if it hasn't been brought down, if Hashem's simcha is complete, then we know we can pray besedah, uh, according to normally like without any single um, enclothing or whatever it is. So this is the the way the story is brought down. Rabbi Baruch is perfectly explaining it, as according to the um, the explanation of Rabbeinu. And uh, then Rabbi Baruch goes on to explain um, how a person can attain simcha to tell, whether it's before Gzardin or after Gzardin. And how did he do that? He explains through the idea of the Ramim, through the thunder. This is what it says. When Ravdim came, the time it took to heat a kettle of water, etc. What is this idea? The sound of your thunder was in the spheres. This is the aspect of sixty. Is the aspect of sixty strong men that strike the galgalta. What is galgalta? The mind. And when the voice strikes the mind, you create thunder, and then your voice is transmitted, it's heard. This is the aspect of the voice awakens the kamana. This is the aspect of the voice of your thund- your thunderous voice was in the sphere. The sound of your su- the sound of your thunder was in the sphere. This is whenever the voice strikes the mind and then creates ra'amin. Kol bagargal, this is in the mind. Ra'amcha, then this creates this ra'amin. Um, then, then the voice uh, awakens the heart it brings a person to strengthen his heart um, that the, basically the idea that that the thunder was only created to strengthen the crookedness of the heart this is what the Chachamim say in the Gemara so we see here this idea of how to attain simcha and bring simcha to the heart, strengthen the heart. Uh, and then he goes on to say, that the strength of the gvura is only through chesed. The gvura only gets its strength uh, through, its, through chesed. And you must incorporate the left side within the right side. But even so, one must proceed with fear. One must put fear first. first. Because someone who lost something will look after what he lost. And what does this mean? Let's see how Rabbi Natan goes on to explain. As the Chachamim say, It's the way of man. It's normal for man to... Um, Go after and return after Isha, the woman. There's a parable to a person. That he lost a certain item, etc., etc. Then he goes to find after that, that lost object. Um, what does this mean? This is the explanation. Because love represents the aspect of man. 
This we know. The man represents chesed. And fear is the aspect of the woman. Kayaduaz is known. This is very known in the Kabbalah. But even so, and therefore you must proceed with the with fear. The woman. Because once you go with the woman, once you start finding the woman, then the Ahava will come immediately. Because Ahava, love, is constantly searching after and going after fear. Because um, a person who lost something, will constantly always run after that which he lost. Meaning the man, it's his job to search for the woman. The idea is also finding a wife. Um, the idea that Yir'ah precedes Ahava. And once you find the Yir'ah, then the Ahava will come with it. Rabbi Nathan saying, So I heard from his uh, holy mouth explicitly. Rabbi said this. This is the aspect of whenever an arrow um, whenever a rider shot an arrow, the rider is obviously the chesed who's shooting the arrow. Uh, but the ship, which is the yir'ah, precedes the arrow. So, let's see. Ravashi said, Hi, This is the gildena. This is the sea gildena. This fish. Gildena. What is gildena? This name, this holy name of Hashem. And this name of Hashem represents gvurah. None of the Kabbalah, whatever he says, Atagi Bor Leolam Hashem in the Amidah. Um, this is Rashi Tevot. Atagi Bor Leolam Hashem. You have this name. The 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 first letters of this Atagi Bor Leolam Hashem is this name of Hashem that the Kabbalah to have in the Amidah. But Rabbanu is saying this idea that this name represents Gvura. Ki hu Rashi Tevot Atagi Bor Leolam Hashem. Atagi Bor Leolam Adonai. Kamuva as it's brought. Ki Gidden Ahu Rotiot Aleph Gimel and Lamed. Veshem Adnut Bishlemut. Hainu Shem. Aleph, Gimel, Lamed, and then Aleph, Kanal. Because what's the Gildena? The word Gildena is actually a combination of Aleph, Gimel, and Lamed. You have the name Aleph, Gimel, Lamed. And then you have the name Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud within the name. You don't see the Aleph there, but the Aleph is obviously, you can completely add into there. It's, um, we know with Gematria also, um, the Aleph is not a problem. You can always add one because the name itself. So we see here, but Rabban was explaining something different. Within the name Gildena, you have both names of Adnut, Aleph, Dalet, Annun, and Yud. And then, um, no, my bad, it's actually there. Um, the Aleph is used in both Aleph, Gimel, and Lamed, and then Aleph, Dalet, Annun, and Yud. So yeah, the Aleph is used in both names. But we see here that all the letters there actually spell out both names of these two holy names of Hashem, which is the combination, which, uh, what do you call it? Bishlemut, Hanushem, Agat, I'm not going to say the name, obviously. The name Aleph, Gimel, Lamed, and Aleph. So the combination of the name Aleph, Gimel, and Lamed, and then the name Adnut, which we're familiar with, um, creates this name, which is the, the first letters of Atagibol Olamashan. And this is Gildena, because this name represents fear. So this fish is the aspect of Gvura. It's the aspect of uh, Gvura's severities. This is an explanation. So let's see how he Rabbanu ties this together. This is an explanation. With the trumpet and the sound of the shofar. What is this idea? It's the voice that is released during tefillah. That we mentioned above. Through this, a person, um, the, thund- uh, the, the sea thunder, and all, it's in, uh, and all that... Um, 
I think that's the, the ending of the phrase. The umro is all um, that uh, fills it. Um, that the idea of this voice that is released during prayer, it creates this thunder. The sea thundered. This is the aspect of thunder. The sound of your um, the sound of your thunder in the sphere. Tevel ve'yoshveva. And tevel ve'yoshveva. This is the aspect of the heart and its arteries. Tevel, by the way, means the world. Ve'yoshveva and its inhabitants. All the things that fill the sea. Um, all, the sea and all the things that fill it, all the things that are in the sea, thunder. The world and all its inhabitants. Everything is thunder. But through how? Whenever it says, the aspect of, um, with trumpets and the sound of the shofar, what is that? The, the sound that is released from your voice. As we explained earlier in the lesson, how that ties together. As it says, the Chachamim say that the thunder was not created except to straighten the crookedness of the heart, which we talked about what are the world and its um, inhabitants. The world is the heart, and the inhabitants are all the arteries that come off the heart. So we see here that all of this thundering, the, all of this stuff is only because that a person releases a voice during prayer, but then it's able, that thunder is able to straighten the crookedness of the heart. So we see in this, in this, um, this story that's happening, that Rabbi was explaining his his Torah within that uh, aspect of this Tav Lev, because the word Tevel, which means world, Otiot are the letters Tav and Lev. You have the letter Tav and the aspect of Lev, which is heart. Tav Lashon What's the aspect of Tav? Tav. The letter Tav is spelled Tav Vav. And what is Tav? We had this lesson in um, lesson four, last lesson, tav, um, which is the aspect of engraving, the shon reshima, the aspect of residue, like we said. Um, oh, no, my bad. We had this in lesson one, the aspect of tav, the idea of um, you create a tav, he vita tav, he marked a tav. What's tav? It's a reshima, he creates a, an imprint. He made a mark. That basically the voice becomes imprinted within the heart. That the thunder was only created to straighten the crookedness of the heart. This is the what the thunder does. It creates a tav. It creates a a mark within the heart. That it is there through this. Um, in this te'ilim, the what do you call it? the rivers will clap, clap their hands. This is the aspect of simcha, clapping your hands. I said the straight heart will be besimcha. The straight-hearted are, are, are happy. And through this simcha, the mountains um, uh, join together in song. What song? It's an aspect of um, prayer. It's an expression of prayer. To hear, um, to hear the uh, uh, the song, uh, and I think the, the ending of that verse is and, uh, to the tefillah. The idea of rina and tefillah are both as, uh, considered as one. This idea of rina is an expression of prayer. To listen to your rina and to your prayer. Harim bechinat tzadikim. And what are mountains? That mountains come together in song. Meaning they come together in prayer. This is the aspect of tzadikim. And how do we know that? Look in um, 
Midrash Rabbah, I believe. Parashat Bo. Um, I think it's in there. But um, I actually, I, I don't think, um, maybe I'm wrong. I have to look at the source. But uh, uh, he brings down the source. I just don't know what it's, um, uh, what it's saying. It's an abbreviation. Meaning, through the simcha of the heart, one is, those tzaddikim are able to pray and to disguise their tefillah within a ma'amar. Because they, um, when they understand that the decree has already been brought down, has already been decreed, that they have to disguise their tefillah within a ma'amar. This is what it says, an explanation of the word yachad. That the mountains, which are the tzaddikim, Yeranenu, they do this prayer, Yachad together. That what is this aspect together? It's when the aspect of prayer comes together with the sipur, with the story, meaning they hide their tefillah within Amamah. So this is the end of lesson five. Obviously, very, very, um, uh, what do you call it? Very deep lesson, brings a lot of sodot, a lot of complicated psukim. Uh, how it all ties together is obviously very, very awesome, and there's lots of things that I that I didn't get, and I'm sure I could use some better explanation. But the main idea is the simple practical points as we're slowly starting to see the idea of tefillah. We also see the idea of attaching yourself to the tzaddik who knows how to do the tefillah, who knows how to do the, the mitzvot with such simcha, the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu, that when we attach ourselves to Moshe Rabbeinu, we also become a part of this aspect of um, this, uh, what do you call it? This zehadava. This is the thing that Hashem said. That Moshe's clarity, his aspaklareya his clear glass, we also can taste this whenever we attach ourselves to tzaddikim. It doesn't mention explicitly, but obviously this is all hidden within the lesson. Combining vurot with chasadim. All this stuff, very, very important. But the idea of haratin simcha as well. And that's through uh, clearing your mind of all this chametz and releasing your voice um, and feed out with lots of strength. So there's lots of advice here. Take one section and literally, and literally just start applying it because you're going to see that the the sim, it's about the simplicity of applying the lessons, and there's so much, so many practical things that we one can take from here. Even if you see that it's way above you, just just try simple things, and um, may we have the merit to to truly taste what it means to to apply the the Torah of Rabbeinu.